Welcome back. This is a special edition of Modern Business, where our guest host, Zach Fishman, brings us millennials in franchising. Our community is about sharing knowledge and tools that help us achieve our goals in business and beyond. This is Millennial Monthly on Modern Business. Thank you guys very much for joining me. Really appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, for another episode of Millennial Monthly. Uh, and uh, again, uh, for those who don't know, uh, we are affiliated with uh, Modern Business with Brian Hicks. Uh, feel free to check out all of his other podcasts as well. Um, ranging from you know sitting with the CEO of TGI, of TGI Fridays all the way to sitting with the CDO of Smoothie King. A bunch of different uh, great content for you guys to listen to to learn a little bit um, more about how to infiltrate the franchise space. But uh, for the purpose of today, I wanted to talk a little bit more about uh, specifically how uh, millennials are doing things differently. And I think that um, I have two really, really great people here who will be able to t- talk a lot about that. Uh, the most recent uh, next gen winners, uh, Kat and Landon Apples uh, mm-hmm. from Clean Juice. Uh, thank you guys for joining. Really appreciate it. It's our pleasure. Thank you so much for having us. Awesome, and uh, really looking forward to kind of walking you guys through this. So, what I want to do is just a uh, little bit here, learn a little bit more about your business, just so the listeners can kind of hear, you know, what you guys do and how you guys got started. Awesome. Well, my name is Landon Eccles, and I'm the CEO and co-founder of Clean Juice. And with me is my better half, my wife, Kat Eccles, our uh, chief branding officer of Clean Juice. And um, we started Clean Juice in 2015, really out of a a need to want to do something differently. Uh, For really my career, I was traveling a lot internationally. We had... uh, three kids and one on the way at that time. So um, traveling a lot and while also trying to raise a young family was not very fun uh, on the family side. So um, we decided that we wanted to open something together. My wife has been very passionate about juicing and smoothies and just really eating clean and organically. Um, and really, as we looked around in the in the marketplace, we just couldn't find anything that um, we could franchise. And we decided to just really do it ourselves. And that's how we came up with the idea of doing clean juice. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And so um, just follow up question to that. So how many stores do you guys have open and uh, where are you guys based and mm-hmm. where are the stores currently at the moment in terms of like geographic area? So um, our home office is out of Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, we have 45 open stores now. Um, many are in the southeast region, but we have stores uh, in Texas and Louisiana and all the way out to uh, Phoenix and California and as far north as uh, Pittsburgh and Philadelphia. Awesome. And Michigan. And Michigan, you're right. <laughs> Definitely a pretty good blanket. And uh, and how many are you guys open now? Uh, we have 45 open, and mm-hmm. then another 75 in development. Awesome. So so folks, just for you guys to just to reiterate a little bit, um, they started franchising in 2015. Uh, that's some, definitely some pretty impressive growth. And um, you know, I would I would really love to hear a little bit more about how you guys um, kind of put your own millennial spin on the brand because I think that in in a lot of ways we have a lot of, of franchising when people often think about it. Um, they often think of McDonald's, they often think of, you know, TGI Fridays, a lot of other brands that, you know, have been around for a while, have a ton of brand equity, but uh, may not be uh, may not be as good at innovating uh, mm-hmm. as quickly. Uh, but obviously, you guys uh, can be much more nimble. So we'd love to hear how you guys were able to differentiate yourself and kind of put our generation spin on. Mm-hmm. So what was really important to me when starting this was um, that USDA organic seal. That's the way that we ate at home. I bought everything organic from, you know, dairy, meat vegetables, fruits, all the way down to my spices. So um, when you're out on the go, there's nothing that you can get if you're eating that way. I mean, even sometimes, you know, Whole Foods Hot Bar doesn't have all organic or they use canola oil. And, you know, just unfortunately, we're all so busy, but we all really want to make sure that we're fueling our bodies correctly. And I just couldn't find anywhere out there that was doing it really, really well. So um, 
clean juice is completely USDA certified organic. So every single thing in our store is certified organic. Um, you know, which is really important when you're coming in to do a juice or a green smoothie because you're choosing that because you want to be healthy, right? It's not like you're going to get a burger and fries um, where you know it's kind of a little bit of a, a treat. You're choosing to go get a juice because you're choosing your health. So why wouldn't that product be as premier and as healthy as it possibly can be? And really, we believe that on you know conventional produce, is, it's sprayed with pesticides, so it's pretty harmful. You know, some of these juices, you're putting pounds of vegetables into a juice and you're, you know, squeezing all the stuff out of it. So you're literally squeezing the pesticides into this juice that you're drinking. It's kind of counterintuitive. And I think that's really important to millennials because millennials really care about um, what goes into their body and they care about um, just the transparency of what companies are doing. So we just always wanted to make sure that was at the forefront of our business model. And they don't want to be tricked, right? right. So like, you know, if, if a millennial, really any guest is walking into a their juice and smoothie bar, they feel like they're going there to make a health-conscious decision to buy a product that's going to be good for them. And, you know, what we just found is that a lot of uh, other brands out there are saying that they're serving health and wellness, but that ends up not being the case. To talk more about what we do, you know, we don't add white sugar. Everything is certified organic. Every single ingredient that's in every single one of our products is listed on the menu board. So there's total transparency with our guests. And through that transparency, we build trust with our millennials. Awesome. Love that. And I think that I couldn't agree more in terms of the transparency and like really wanting millennials to, I mean, the authenticity of your brand is, is a, has clearly shown. I think that you guys have let, really let that bleed through in terms of your strategy. And I think it's definitely um, something that a lot of folks are definitely going to see as a trend. Uh, if you've listened to Millennial Monthly episodes in the past, uh, you're probably going to see that this is definitely a trend that you guys should uh, pay attention to. But in terms of uh, franchise development on that side of it, um, we'd love to hear you guys talk a little bit more about um, how you guys have gone after millennial franchisees and kind of what methods you've used to actually do that. Mm -hmm. Well, you know what's kind of cool, and we didn't do this on purpose, but um, because a lot of our customers are millennials, um, a lot of them have gotten their parents into buying franchises for them. They've all worked together as a family to develop the store. So it's been a really cool model where, you know, you have a kid that's maybe right out of college or didn't want to go that path. They're, you know, young 20s and they're figuring out what to do and they love clean juice. So they go to their parents and say, I love clean juice. This is the future. Like, how can we get in this together? And then they all come in together and, and build, out, build out these stores. So that's been a really um, cool kind of unique twist on getting millennials into our system that might not um, have the capital otherwise. Absolutely. And so in terms of uh, how you guys are doing that, or, or for the most part, these people are customers that are just going to your website and they're just checking it out and mm -hmm. that's pretty much how it goes. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Great. Um, and so um, if you guys could, um, we'd love to hear a little bit more about your consumer strategy. Um, I imagine that you guys um, are very millennial centric just in terms of what you guys do. Um, I mean, I think that juicing, uh, the juicing industry is certainly something that um, the millennial the millennial generation has uh, really um, taken by storm. And so we'd love to hear kind of how you guys uh, differentiate yourselves and how you guys think about it with the millennial lines. Um, so, yeah, I would say, you know, it's kind of funny. Landon and I always joke, you know, we're technically millennials, but I think that we're just a little, we're in our early 30s. We're old. Yeah, we're old millennials. millennials. <laughs> so when we were um, in college, like, it was still cool to drink beer and go to Taco Bell at midnight. You know, like, that was what people did. Now it's really cool in college to have a green juice and do yoga and post about it on Instagram and, you know, your friends follow you because of that. So... I would say Instagram for us has really changed that landscape of um, making it, you know, a trendy thing. And I hate the word trend, but it, it's cool when health is the trend, right? Um, so yep. it's 
it's been a cool thing to see that uh, they just naturally want to live that lifestyle and promote that lifestyle. So Instagram has been a really great tool for us. I mean, just creating content that those type of people can relate to so they're reposting it or posting pictures in hopes that we repost their pictures. Um, so we really try to create an Instagrammable brand. And I think from a macro perspective, you know, organic, the in industry of organic about 10 years ago was a $5 billion industry, which is pretty big. But last year it was a $50 billion industry. And over the next six years, it's supposed to be a $350 billion industry. So we really believe that, you know, when it comes to our consumers, we're giving them what they want, but in a quick serve on the go setting. And we're the first to really do that. So I think that that's how we've been able to generate so much um, really franchise development, franchise interest. We get about um, a thousand uh, franchise leads uh, a quarter, which is a lot. Um, so we have a team that works through those, and that's just people reaching out organically because you know they like the brand and they like the the brand promise. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I mean, and folks, I know that not everybody is that lucky uh, to get that many leads uh, and, and that often, especially when you don't really need to pay for them all that much. It's just all based off of you know user generated content and PR and a couple things just within the local markets that are really. Uh, driving leads, and I guess uh, my question is, and I think what, what a lot of folks typically wonder uh, is really about, uh, as, as I'm sure you guys have been in the franchise space since 2015, but I'm sure you guys have identified relatively quickly as, uh, as younger folks that you know, people typically are still living and dying by the phone calls. So we'd kind of love to hear how you guys are doing things um, from a process standpoint, because I think it'll be helpful for people um, that, are, that are older brands that are trying to reemerge uh, to listen and learn from you guys in terms of what you guys do to you know, stay in front of your customers, stay in front of your prospects and all of that um, the right way. I would say something that we did um, halfway on accident is... Um, <laughs> it was mostly on accident, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> so um, when we started, our fourth employee was one of our very closest friends, and uh, she came on just to help us with basically HR and, and office management. Mm -hmm. So she just um, was awesome and organized, and she came on. And about four months into it, I would watch her talk to all the people that came in the door, and I said, Landon, she she has to be our salesperson. That like she's better than you at selling this company. <laughs> Hang um, on a second here. She just would like she loved it more than anyone I knew. She could talk to people like, you know, all day long and never got tired of it. So um, we quickly put her in charge of sales, and it's just been the most amazing natural thing. I've had literally grown men come in on Discovery Day and tear up talking about how awesome Stacy is, just because she's so relational and she gets down. You know, when especially franchise sales, you. Know, you can get really caught up in wanting to sell uh, the lead on why the franchise is important for them, but she's really good at getting to know them and figuring out what they need and and explaining how clean use can fill that need That's in their right. lives. So um, I think that having that point person, like we hear all the time, yeah, I, I went through with a competitor and you know I was talking to some college-age kid that had no idea, he didn't know how to answer any of my questions and I just had a bad experience so I never called back. But then I called Stacy and she was warm and she knew everything and she was educated. So Stacy really fields you know most of those leads and, and certainly any um, high potential leads. She's on the phone with them and she will talk to them. I mean, I'm not joking, 11 p.m. at night she'll talk to them if they want to, like any time. And I just think finding someone that loves your brand is authentic and protects your brand, right? She, if someone, if she has a phone call with someone that they could have all the money in the world, but if they're a jerk, she's like, sorry, you don't get a discovery day. We're not going to work with you. She's very protective of us and of bringing the right people in. So I think that she's a secret sauce. I say to Landon all the time, she, you know, we can all leave, but nothing can ever happen to Stacy because <laughs> this place will fall apart. <laughs> so I hear that. And, and, and look, I mean, I think that this is something that we have said in a couple episodes here, guys, but I, I think that the idea behind 
um, making the people who work for the brand mm-hmm. um, passionate, yeah. uh, I think is super important, especially to the millennial generation. Uh, folks, if you if, if you feel like people are, are drudging your office every day and they're and they're and they really really don't like what they do, and you can see it in their eyes, then they're not going to be producing at the numbers that you want. Um, that and that goes for operations, that goes for marketing, that goes for friend ad, that goes for everything. So. Um, definitely something to keep in mind. Uh, actually, being pa- having your folks within working for you that are passionate and that are really authentic is uh, is uh, paramount. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, last question that I have for you guys uh, is something that a lot of folks typically wonder because it is uh, kind of anecdotal. So it's uh, really good for you guys to kind of tell a little bit of a story. Um, what is one thing that you wish you knew that when you got started out um, as a millennial franchisor that you know you guys think that you you've learned a valuable lesson from and uh, kind of how you. Um, made how you solve that problem? I would say that <clears throat> we are millennial franchisors, but just really for any franchisor out there, the franchisees who you bring into your system, they are part of your culture. You know, whether you like it or not, you know, they will be part of your culture. So make sure that, you know, your partners, the people who you're bringing in are incredible. Make sure that they, um, you know, they understand the brand. They believe in the brand values and they're not there just to make money. Because um, these are people who you're going to be, you know, really uh, in business with for 10, 20. I mean, it depends on how long the franchise agreement is, but for a really long time. Um, so bringing the right partners, don't just take a check to take a mm-hmm. check. And, you know, not every franchise or, you know, has every single partner that's incredible. Um, but at the same time, do your due diligence, you know, and make sure, um, I tell everyone this, as big of a decision as it is for them to buy a franchise, it should be that big of a decision as a franchisor to bring them in as a franchisee. So that same weight, you know, should be applied to when selecting the right franchisees. Mm-hmm. 100%. And, and, and look, guys, I'm, uh, I'm happy to hear that. I, I'm happy to hear that because I think that that's something that a lot of people miss uh, for some reason. Rather, it's rather you're young or you're old or, or your brand is new or your brand has been around for 50 years. Um, I think that um, it, that's something to definitely keep in mind is that you're, you're, you're married to these people, they're family. Mm-hmm. So, that's right. Uh, it, it's, it's very important to remember that um, because you're signing up with them for 10 years. And mm-hmm. I think as young entrepreneurs, it's nice when people want to make large investments into your business, mm-hmm. you know? It feels good. Um, but, you know, do your due diligence and, and really, you know, get to know them on a personal level and take them out to dinner and mm-hmm. say, hey, can I, you know, is this somebody I want to work with over the next 10 years? And I think, too, just quickly to add, I think the skills that it takes to be a franchisee and run a small business are very unique and they're very different than, you know, someone that's been uber success, successful in um, corporate America. You know, it's just a totally. different model and um, you just need to make sure that you're looking for the right things when you're choosing your partners. Absolutely. Well, I mean, I, I couldn't have said it better. Uh, thank you to Landon and Kat uh, from Clean Juice for joining me. Uh, This is uh, Zach Fishman, your guest host from Millennial Monthly uh, for your September edition. Uh, Thank you folks for listening and I'm looking forward to seeing you next month. Thanks.